really huge because um, self-love is such a big word and then it's like how do you do it and then it's individual to everyone and if you're not engaging the the full-bodied experience of self-love and you're just doing things like you would a list of you know do the dishes or whatever it's very different experience and I think it's a buzzword now but people don't always go into the depth of it it's like oh well, I'm getting this and this and this done for myself it's like are you absorbing that are you savoring that so maybe you want to share some ideas on self-love since that's one of the big things you're really supporting creatives with yeah absolutely you know here's the thing about about creatives that I find I find that we're all for the most part the majority of us are people pleasers because with our art we're always looking for other people to tell us our art is good you know, as an actor, I was like, I didn't necessarily know I was talented unless I was getting a job, unless somebody was telling me I was getting a job or unless somebody told me, oh, that was a great performance. Otherwise, I didn't have my own internal compass to say I am good at what I do. And I find that the more creative people I talk to, the more widespread that is. Now, what's really interesting is there's also a really big connection between creative people, people pleasers and people who live with chronic pain. Mm. So that is something that I've been really digging into people who have um, emotional and physical pain that they're holding on to because they're not living for themselves. They're not speaking their truth. They're not speaking up. So when we talk self-love, it's learning how to validate ourselves and learning how to, to because we can say, and, and here's the thing I've I hope if my mom ends up listening to this, sorry, mom, love you. Um, but one conversation I have with my mom, you know, this whole diet culture thing that runs in my family, you know, my grandma, my great grandma, you're not skinny enough. You're not skinny enough. Um, and I actually have asked them to not use the word skinny in my presence anymore. Um, I want, I, I prefer, and I encourage my clients to ask people to say, you look healthy mm. or you look radiant or you look, um, vibrant or specific things. You look strong. Um, because we have this, once again, the stories behind what skinny means, the stories behind what fat means. And that's, they're, they're just not, um, they're not healthy mindsets of how to describe ourselves. And that's, um, you know, I have friends who are, who, um, love to claim the word fat and that's totally cool. I'm here to talk about being healthy versus not healthy. So, you know, with my mom, she says, I love myself, but then sits and secretly binge eats chocolate under the table. And I'm like, are you, or are you punishing yourself for something? What is it? Where is this really coming from? Where does that behavior really come from? Is it an addiction? Is it, it because if we really love ourselves, we're going to give our bodies the best fighting chance possible. And in my opinion, and this is slightly controversial, we're in the middle of a health crisis in the world and we're not focusing on real health. So talking about really loving ourselves enough to know that our bodies can handle COVID if we get it, that our bodies can overcome it and not have lasting effects. Like, Hey, I had COVID and it was rough and I'm really healthy. And it was a super strong immune system from working on it. And yeah, it was rough, but I knew that my body could fight it. And I knew exactly what things to feed. I wasn't sitting at home going, oh, I'm so upset about this. I'm going to eat fast food and um, greasy food, which was my past, which was what I used to do. 
I used to eat McDonald's three times a week. And now when I get sick, I'm like, all right, I know exactly what my body needs to overcome this. So when I think self-love, I think, how can I support myself? And that's emotionally. And so this, that's just the nutrition side of it. You know, we're not even digging into the um, self-love of, of saying no to things. Go ahead, go into it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like I've been, you know, I just finished a workout and I've been like pondering all of this this morning, but um, I'm learning how, you, you know, it also comes into our workouts. Let me just talk about that. I would love to never hear again, no pain, no gain, or you'll, I'll sleep when I'm dead that is not self-love and you will burn out. And those are things I heard all the time in college and in the theater industry. And I hear from people all the time. So how do we change that thought process? How do we, um, how do I go to the gym and say, this is not a punishment. This is a reward. I get to be here. I get to love myself. I get to feel strong. I get to overcome my chronic pain. I get to overcome um, my fear of a barbell, I get to overcome for me, I'm a climber. So I'm like, I get to overcome my fear of lead climbing and bouldering. And which is, um, when you're not attached to, uh, a rope. <laughs> uh, so it's all of, all of these different facets of what self-love means. Some of my clients self-love means taking 10 minutes a day to create they're saying, I have to put everyone else before me. So I don't have time to create. And that hurts. So it's fine. It's, it's being able to say no to no to a friend saying, I love you. I want to see you, but I need to do this for me because this is how I know I will feel good. It's being able to say, um, yes to walks. It's being able to say, um, yes to life really in the ways, yes to the life you want and no to the life that you're just used to. I have one client who, while working together, has started a business, has created a full-time, full-time virtual assistant business, and now she's my virtual assistant, (laughs) which is awesome. It's so much fun because she gets what I'm doing, and she's excited to share it with more people because it's changed her life. And I mean, yesterday, she, it was Tuesday, it was beautiful. We're on our, our weekly call, and she's like, I'm living my fairy tale life. And that's what self-love is, that you can create that and you can be the creative that you want to be, not the creative you're told you are, not the creative that um, you're just used to being and not the, um, and how to stop holding yourself back. That's what self-love is. And you're right, Lynn, self-love is such a trigger word these days. Like, what does that even mean? And now that you're saying it, I'm like, shoot, what does it even mean? Well, I know I spent a lot of time teaching women. I wrote a book called The Art of Be- you know, Lewis Project, The Art of Being a Woman. And one of the greatest things I learned from um, the feminine studies I had was like how valuable women are, but it's so natural and we're so gifted at these things that it's like no brainer. And um, what I really learned was to honor that. Like I can negotiate, I can like all the things of a woman, I am a great communicator, I'm a great listener, like I'll go into the darkest corners because that's what women do. And we don't think like, no, we don't want to do it, but we just do it. So a lot of it was just embracing these natural gifts 
um, that I had and, and it took people a while, even like, I'd say have the best piece of cheesecake for yourself. And some people could not do that. I'm like, look, you're serving, nobody's gonna know. (laughs) And you made it, so like, why wouldn't you, like what? So in that process, it brings up all these beliefs and that's why I'd be like, do it just for the, the look at the things that tell you you shouldn't have the best piece of cake, you know? And no, it's not rude, it's not selfish, it's not any of those things. Nobody even knows, nobody even cares. No one's comparing your cake to theirs, you know? But the personal stories of learning that self-love to me is the gift of it. You know, like, oh, I'm gonna get a massage every week, and then that week you're like, God, what are you? Do you have the, and that's where the learning is, is like, look at that story that you have in your head. And, you know, this form of self-love is showing you what is holding you back, as you put it, you know, as your own sabotage. The episode isn't quite over yet, listeners. Or YouTubers. If you haven't given us a like, subscribed, left us a review, or commented on any platform, we would really appreciate you showing us some love here at the Magical Holistic Healing Arts. And remember, Kangen Water and our grab bag for the podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and stay vibrant out there.